I'm Kate. And I'm Jesse. And you're listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. <laughs> Let's do this. I found it really hard to network and connect. Um, social media actually kind of made it feel more lonely, not, not more community-driven about five or six years ago. So I kind of looked around and thought, hmm, there's got to be a better way to connect. Welcome to Cocktails and Content Creation, the podcast dedicated to helping you easily create content with confidence. I'm Kate Andrews. And I'm Jesse Wyman. Welcome back to another episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. This is episode 110. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. I would love, actually, we both would love to know what you think. For today's episode, we're chatting about the importance of networking as a content creator, which I feel is really important because content creation, especially if you're a solopreneur or have a small operation, can seem like a bit of a lonely life a lot of times. And I mean, we've talked about like what influencers do. And I mean, even you, Jesse, as a photographer, you know, you're doing a lot of this work on your own by yourself, you know, seeing it from the very beginning to the very end. Um, so it can it can get a little lonely. I have, I was just talking to my aunt and uncle the other day talking about how I really like you're my only coworker, unless you want to count like Ariel and <laughs> You know, Alex, when he comes with me on trips and like my mom, when she's helping me out on things. So, you know. Yeah, no, it's lonely. It can definitely be lonely. It, Yeah. And and sometimes it, you know, that I feel like can prevent us from getting further in our careers, too, because we aren't necessarily doing that networking on a daily basis. Um, not that I'm saying I mean, I'm an introverted extrovert or an extroverted introvert. I'm not entirely sure. So I don't really hate. I don't really like networking per se, but I realize its importance in our industry. Um, so it should be interesting what our guest has to say about this. But before we go any further, what are you drinking? Um, I'm just drinking coffee today. So just mm. a little pick me up. A friend of my, well, friend, a client of mine um, sent me a little thank you with a Starbucks gift card. Mm. And um, so, you live yeah, right we, down the street from Starbucks. So why her, not? Took, a, took her up on that one. So. I don't blame I don't blame you. I'm drinking some mint tea, which is kind of my own little pick me up these days. Mm. Mint is mint is so good. Yeah, and Ariel doesn't. I've we've talked about this. I don't Ariel like it doesn't either. like mint. You don't like it. You don't like. Well, mint tea? I don't. I don't really like it in certain things. Like, I like. I don't mind like a mint chocolate chip ice cream, but if it's like the actual mm. mint of a mint leaf. Like I'm not a big fan of like if it's a mint. Well, that can be that can be bitter. Too strong, I think it's just yeah. too strong. It can yeah. get better. It can get better. I understand what you're saying, but like actually, we were talking about Terjo's last time, and Terjo's has a really good mint tea, like a Moroccan mm. mint tea. So if you and it's mm. not bitter, it's it has a kind of a not quite sweet finish, but just it's a smooth finish. Yeah. So maybe try that. Give that a try. All right. All right. Well, now that we have that important business out of the way, and once again, I've plugged Trader Joe's, which does not sponsor this podcast, let's dive into our discussion with Kimberly Thomas of the New England Coastal Creative Conference. Kimberly Thomas is the creative director of Shorelines Illustrated, a multimedia platform that celebrates the life, leisure, and latitude of coastal New England. And she is also the founder of the New England Coastal Creative, a multimedia community and event platform that brings coastal creatives together to connect, collaborate, and cultivate successful business partnerships and networking. Today, we're actually going to focus on that networking piece because we're going to discuss the importance of networking as a content creator. 
Kim, thanks so much for joining us today. Well, thank you ladies both for having me. It's a pleasure to be with you guys. Really great to have you on. Now, this is Cocktails and Content Creation. So before we get into all of the good stuff, start with the really good stuff. What are you drinking today? Uh, it's always a sangria. Mm. A good wait, sangria. Wait, red, red, or, red or white? Uh, always red. Mm. Okay. Love it. All right. I have to say, I'm more of a white wine girl usually, but when it comes to sangria, I do like the red better. I think there's more flavor to it most of the time. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I, I kind of go between sangria and now my new drink of choice is also the Paloma, which a lot of people don't oh, know. Yeah. It's basically a grapefruit margarita. Mm. And I might joke mm. because I used to struggle learning how to like margaritas. And, you know, you think like, how do you have to learn how to like, I just never liked them. I don't know. <laughs> that was, was my the, first thought. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know if it was the tequila or the lime. I'm not really a lime person. So mm. I had one last year at Bar Taco or a couple years back at Bar Taco. And I was like, like the lights went off and it's a oh, really geez. easy drink to make for the beach. It's really light. Um, and you can really kind of water it down and still has like a really lovely taste. So um, I'll go sangria since it's winter, but if it was yeah. the summer, it would definitely be a Paloma. You have us wishing it was summer, although I'm always wishing it was summer. All right. Well, I gave a small, you know, little highlight of what you of who who you are now. But can you tell us a little bit about your journey and what it is you do? Sure. Um, the long story short, back uh, back in the day, I was uh, Wall Street. Um, started my own design business. Uh, uh, ran that for 15 years or so with my husband. Um, took a break. And when we kind of came back to it, I found, um, I find it really, I found it really hard to network and connect. Um, social media actually kind of made it feel more lonely, not, not more, um, community driven about five or six years ago. So I kind of looked around and thought, Hmm, there's gotta be a better way to connect and, um, launched the coastal creative as an adjunct to our shorelines illustrated, uh, media uh, company that we had launched. And, um, just started, you know, kind of putting on some content. We had planned a big event in March of 2020, and the pandemic had other plans, as we all know. Um, transitioned it into a membership online uh, resource for creatives to connect through throughout the pandemic. And, um, you know, really saw the value of being able to connect um, personally with people. And when we were finally able to do things in person, it's just really taken off. And um, it's kind of become... Really, my true passion is just um, connecting creatives and and helping them kind of find collaborative opportunities with each other. You know, as you mentioned, content creation can be such a solitary career because much of it's done online. Mm -hmm. uh, and a lot of people who are doing it are solopreneurs or maybe they have just have a very small team on their, you know, on their roster. Mm -hmm. So why why is it so important to to network as a content creator and what are other than going to something like a conference uh, and we will get it more into the conference in a second other than going to the conference what are some good ways that you've kind of found that you can do this well there's safety in numbers for starters and i find like a lot of creatives in particular are are so reticent to share they are the least showy people sometimes for a lot of reasons i think art and creativity is such a personal thing that putting it out there can seem so vulnerable mm -hmm. that finding kind of like-minded creatives that you can kind of coordinate with so perfect example in our group you know we do events where a lot of these people a lot of the women and i do say women they are usually mostly women at this point um they'll find ways to you know to share each other's products so that they you know they're kind of feeling more comfortable doing it. Mm -hmm. um, we do these creative cruises, for instance, um, to the vineyard. One of our partners is Sea Streak, and we're lucky they um, they uh, give us some trips every year to take them to the vineyard and to Nantucket. 
And, you know, we put together events in and around the islands where they can take photos together. They can kind of, you know, coordinate their brands together. And they just seem to have a lot more confidence when they're doing it together. And then that gives them the confidence to do it on their own as well. That's a very good point. I didn't, I've never thought about it that way because I know when I do get together with like other influencers and everything, I'm much more likely to be a little bit more open to people. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, think about TikTok. That's funny. I, I, you know, I'm a little older. I mean, not that, you know, Babs, brunch with Babs has proved that you're never too old to do anything. But <laughs> I feel like TikTok for me, I feel so silly. But if I'm in a group of eight, I don't even think twice about doing it. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what opportunities should content creators look for when it comes to networking? Where should we be looking for this? You know, um, I I would say coordinating brands, but a lot of people really shy away from competing brands. And I think, Mm -hmm. if anything, competing brands are a perfect opportunity to to connect and collaborate because you already have built in audiences for the same kind of products. And I think if you find ways to share, like we have we have um, plenty of artists and watercolorists, you know, and then they will kind of collaborate and coordinate with the different products that they will put together. Um, I'm trying to think. uh, uh, Our friend um, Stonington Designs, for instance, she they used to do hitch covers, and you won't even think of that as a really super creative thing, other than the beautiful customized hitch covers that go into the back of jeeps, and they do you know um, all the different motifs on them. Michelle Drake is the owner, and by connecting with our creatives in our group, she now is doing end caps for Nantucket bracelets, cutting boards um, for local areas with you know Martha's Vineyard logos, like. She has really worked with so many of our creatives and created coordinating products um, that you would, she would never have thought of had she not had a chance to connect with someone. That yeah, that's pretty cool to think about that. Would you, what would you tell anybody who gets nervous? Like I, I, I'm, I'm like an introverted extrovert or an extroverted introvert. I don't know. Um, one of those. These words, uh, yeah, I get confused too because I'm. I, I know I'm I'm like a quieter person in a lot of way, but I like getting out there and doing things, which I feel like a lot of creatives are in the yeah. same boat. What would you tell anyone who gets nervous about going to something like this? Who, you know, they're going on their own, they're going into a room with a bunch of women they've never met before. What's what's your advice? Well, first and foremost, find me. Um, one of the things I'm very, very aware of and I'm very sensitive to is um it, it, it are the are the newies who who you know because coming and just being in an event like that is such a big step for them. Mm-hmm. I was very um, humbled last year when not one but many people came up to me after and said, "I can't believe you knew my name. I can't believe you greeted me, you know, as soon as you saw me and made me feel welcome." And that is crucial to what we do in the Coastal Creative um, because I know how it feels. You know, it's. You're very vulnerable. You don't know anybody. We're all in high school. I don't care how old you are. You still have that high school feeling of like, will they like me? Will I make friends? So first and foremost, I make it a point to introduce um, everybody who, who comes, um, whether they're new or kind of, uh, you know, second time, make sure they feel comfortable, connect them with people. My superpower is connecting people. I will, I will introduce them to the two or three people I think would be a good fit. Um, because I think that's crucial for success in these events is that someone feels comfortable enough that right away they can just jump in and connect with the women that they're going to be with for the next two days. So what about though, if they're like, if you're not there, (laughs) if they're not going to like the New England Coastal Conference, but they want to go to something. And so 
without knowing like is is there going to be someone to like welcome me like what and they're on their computer and they're like should I go to this thing should I not go to this thing what's going what can you tell them to like push them to like hit that like going button well the i mean the age old wisdom of right outside your comfort zone is where the magic happens i mean there's there's that but i will say you know one of the things i'm really proud of is this is a network of 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 women and creatives who really get it and understand and there are there are some events. I mean, I tend to be at mostly everything. I'm not going to lie. I am trying to, I can't be everywhere. And as we've gotten bigger, it's, it has become um, really nice. Like in the Cape, for instance, we have a nice group that gets together for dinner and for drinks. Um, and we have a nice on site coordinator who reaches out to new members and kind of makes them feel welcome. So I only really have people in our group that are an extension of how I would want someone to be welcome. So if we're not there, meaning with me or my husband is involved in this too. And he, you know, he knows a lot of, um, a lot of the people by name, of course. Um, the group itself is really welcoming. And, you know, I would, I would say you, you would, even as something that I wasn't at, there's always going to be someone that is going to notice that person. And that's, what's really crucial to the kind of people we've attracted. They, they notice the person who might be hesitant and they'll right, walk right over and, and welcome them and make them feel right at home. The minute they, they get there. Well, now that we know that it's a it's a safe, welcoming, friendly space, can you give us a little preview of this year's upcoming New England Coastal Creative Conference and kind of what attendees can expect? So our motto is we energize, excite, and engage creative brands. And um, what we try to do is really kind of balance out some some really great content with founders, um, founder chats, uh, panels, expert panels with, um, you know, the, the creative umbrella is really broad. You know, we have photographers, work um, artisans, brands, media, um, makers, designers, graphic designers. So we really try to find content that can really hit the sweet spots of pretty much anybody under that umbrella. So you're going to find a lot of um, informative and inspirational chats with with uh, business leaders um, and founders. We also really want people to be able to come and have great takeaways and be able to implement some, some learning opportunities from, you know, reels and Canva um, sales techniques. So we have a whole workshop um, on Wednesday, a series of workshops where we do breakout sessions. And what's really fun this year, that's brand new. We've been working with the brim which is a really fantastic um, executive coaching group. Mm-hmm. And they're bringing three of their coaches and we have a coach's corner. So throughout the entire event, everyone has an opportunity to have a 20 minute one-on-one with a professional coach to kind of help guide them and kind of strategize and figure out, you know, what, what they could be doing, you know, post event to really, you know, utilize all the skills that we're trying to, to teach them while they're there. And we also implement a lot of networking time. Um, so people really have a chance to get to know each other. We have um, mentor tables for lunch this year that we are actually going to assign seats. Because again, this is where we want to make sure that's not clicky. Um, we're going to put mentors at each lunch table. So at lunchtime, there's mentor and um, mastermind opportunities. Um, so, you know, even through fun, you're still learning and you're still networking. Um, so it's, you know, it's two and a half days. Um, we say the half because we have a, a cocktail party to kick off with. Um, our friend KJP, who I I call the Willy Wonka of New England. Um, Keel, uh, for anybody who isn't aware, that's Keel mm-hmm. James Patrick. Yeah, right? and I, yep. I apologize. I know people are listening. I, I had gotten over COVID recently, so my oh. voice is 
is bordering on raspy and uh, not the sexy Kathleen Turner raspy. Um, I don't know. It sounds pretty good. It sounds yeah. pretty sexy. It sounds pretty sexy to me. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully that mastermind um, audio editing that I know I can implement on my thing can take over. But what it's really <laughs> meant to kind of, you know, I, I, what's really wonderful for me to see is even in the one day events um, that we've mm-hmm. hosted, and those are like the creative cruises and a couple of the pop-ups, um, there are people who become instant friends. Um, we did an event last week in Essex, Connecticut, um, just a dinner with some local uh, members. And, you know, I'm sitting there watching women who hadn't known each other just a year ago, and they've become great friends. And I love that we're kind of a piece and and part of that. So, you know, part of part of what we try to do is really structure it so that there's a lot of learning, but there's a lot of love and friendship built into it, too. And um, people really do come away from our events really feeling like they have um, friendships and um, real true learning opportunities that they can implement into their businesses right away. So you have the membership, as you said. Do you have to be a member to go to the conference or is there is that a separate thing? It's a separate thing. Throughout the year, our membership, we have monthly, bi-monthly networking calls. We have, you know, resources and built-in discounts and opportunities for the members. So, um, you know, certainly being a member when you're there at the conference just gives you a couple of touch points that might be a little bit. We have like VIP bags for the members. Um, The KGP cocktail is member only. Um, but no, certainly um, we welcome anybody um, who is not a member. I think a lot of people do find once they come to our events, they'd love to kind of have a chance to, you know, keep connecting with the people there. And our membership does allow that. But mm-hmm. we we happily welcome me- uh, non-members to all of our events. And can you share, like, is there one story, like success story that you kind of think about when you think about this conference that you, 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 when someone asks, you's like, hey, you know, what's your favorite story that's come out of the the New England Coastal Creative Conference? Like, what is that? What would that be, do you think? Ooh. There are so many. Um, what's been really fun is right away before <clears throat> year one, which was really incredible, Yankee Magazine had reached out to us. Mm-hmm. Um, I always joke, my friend Kate Weeks, who's the business manager, slid into my DMs. And um, <laughs> and I've never looked back. And having Yankee be a, a real formidable partner for us has given a lot of the members a real opportunity to kind of be showcased in what I consider the mothership of New England. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, Danielle Driscoll was just uh, featured. She's um, finding silver pennies. Um, there was a beautiful feature uh, in Yankee's recent issue. Um, hey, Rody, you know, Elise Major. Oh, yeah. Uh, is really instrumental and has really shared a lot of the members in all of Providence media publications. Um, so I think there's just having this kind of wonderful long tail opportunity. Um, and I've seen a lot of our members really benefit from that. I would say if anybody stands out, Betsy Berry is one of my absolute favorite artists. Uh, I always call her an OG because she was one of the very first attendees at our first event that we couldn't have because of COVID. Um, and at the time, she was just that she was, you know, she's a botanical artist. She's one of the most brilliant, gifted artists. She does color pencils of every botanical. Um, now she does, you know, she does hydrangeas and flowers, um, fruits, um, nautical scenes. And she's just this lovely, really fun, very sweet. She's based out of O-Lime. And watching her grow throughout the, the past three events um, and the networking and connections and collaborations. And she just, it was never expected. I think she just never really saw where her art could take her. And now she's in, 
you know, she's selling wholesale. Um, she's connect, collaborating um, with four of our brands um, and kind of seeing her come out of her shell and really seeing where her art could take her has been really fun. So it's really seeing the individual stories of these, again, these creatives who, you know, do, I mean, women of a certain age, you know, our major demographic tends to be 40 plus. It's not only, we certainly have younger, but it's a sweet spot of an age because it's where a lot of women are really trying to figure out what's next for them. Mm-hmm. And I think really finding finding that you can have a life after kids, have a life after maybe corporate world. Um, and Betsy is, t- is a real perfect example of, um, you know, where your passion and your creative um, spark can take you is, is, is endless. And um, I love that we're kind of part of her journey for that. I, I think it's also, her, I just looked her up. Her work is beautiful. Her work is incredible. I mean, mm-hmm. she's one of those people that can just, you know, my mother was an artist and I, I hadn't talked about my mom. You know, my mom, I was born and bred in New York city. My mom was a New York city public school teacher and she was a beautiful artist herself. She always sold things at school. She was always, you know, making things and selling them. And she always had a dream and I owning her own business. And she opened up a children's clothing store in Riverdale, um, oh, Bronx, wow. where I grew up. Okay. And, uh, and, you know, she was always one of the ones that just, you know, let's have a street fair. Let's, you know, let's have a, an event on the Avenue. And um, it was always funny because everybody on the Avenue would be like, well, you know, if they go to your store, they won't come to my store. And she's like, you know, if they come to the Avenue, we have a, we have a chance that we could all kind of benefit. Like, why wouldn't you think that this would be a good thing for everyone? Yeah. And she moved to Naples, Florida. Um, again, she had a gift show, a gift store this time, not kids stuff. And she was on Fifth Avenue, Naples, which is, you know, kind of like the main street there. And again, president of the Merchants Association, leader in the community. Let's have a street fair. Let's have evenings on Fifth. Let's have, you know, sipping shops. And, you know, that she would always get pushback from people because, again, well, why would they go to your store, not my store? And how do I, you know, and, um, you know, the rising tide raises all boats mentality, you know, was really ingrained in me very early on. And, um, I lost her in 2016. Oh, I'm so um, sorry. Yeah, but it's been really wonderful to kind of have just even accidentally um, built this community. And it, I just feel like it's such an homage to her. And she she was another one who just, you know, she was always really artistic. And, you know, she never had that confidence. And all you need is that one moment that really makes a difference. And I kind of like to think that she's, she's part of all this. So when you see someone like Betsy... Um, I, I just like to think that my mother would just sort of loved watching all this really unfold. I'm so, I'm sure you're doing her proud. And what a great story to share with us. Thank you so much for trusting us with that. So Kim, now that we know all about the the kind of your backstory and now what people can expect and and how there's always going to be that friendly face at, at the conference for them to <laughs> to get to know, where can people find more about the New England Coastal Con- I keep messing this up. Sorry, <laughs> okay. New England Coastal Creative Conference, which is coming up in just a couple weeks. Well, it's five weeks, um, and I always find it's funny. We we get a lot of um, you know a lot of people coming through the doors. Um, so we you know we're still open for business. We still have, have plenty of spots. They can visit um, NE as in New England NECoastalCreative.com, um, and just click on Bloom Twenty Three. Um, grab their tickets. Um, we do have one day tickets available starting on March 1st. Um, you know, I find that, uh, you know, there's a lot of people who want to be able to come in two days. Sometimes, you know, when you're, I find New Englanders are so full of the side hustlers that sometimes two days is tough. So we do make it available to people who can only come for the one day. Um, um, because we really do want to be able to, 
you know, be available to all kinds of businesses, whether they're starting, whether it's a side business, whether it's a part-time business, um, you know, so we, we, uh, that'll be available on our, our site next week. I'm uh, oh, sorry. Well, this airs March 9th, March 1st is when it's available, but we have uh, two day and uh, one day tickets available on our website. And it is being held in beautiful Newport, which I think is beautiful all year round, no matter if you're in the summer or in the winter or whatever. Um, yeah. so- I call it our Vegas. I think Newport is really a very unique place in New England in that it just has so much to offer. I mean, we get a lot of travelers from out of out of the New England area, which has been really fun. We actually have a bunch of Southerners um, who, who who have joined us recently because we while we're New England Coastal Creative, we're not limited to New England. We actually have a lot of members kind of as far out as um, uh, Nevada. Um, oh. The Coastal Creative vibe is just an aesthetic that people just love. And New England is a really great demographic for a lot of brands to kind of you know, get, uh, get, you know, in entrenched in. So that's why we've been able to attract, but Newport in particular just has this really great vibe, mm-hmm. um, you know, fine dining, obviously the waterfront, we're at the hotel Viking, which is, um, a world-class hotel. They oh, give yeah. us a wonderful block rate. So, so it's also a mini vacation for someone looking to, you know, to kind of, um, network and, <clears throat> and learn, but also get away to really experience what I think is, <clears throat> sorry, the crown one of the crown jewels of new england um you know we mm-hmm. share shorelines illustrated is our big uh, media business and we uh we're coastal new england life leisure and latitude of coastal new england um and we share everything from the cape to the islands to maine um and i just feel like newport just kind of brings all those places it's centrally located so you know again for day trippers it's an easy trip um and for someone looking to get away it it's kind of a great uh, quick getaway too. So um, we're excited. This is year three for us. So we are, we're really looking forward to it. Congratulations on year three. Newport is one of my favorites. It's beautiful. So for anybody who hasn't been there, check mm-hmm. it out. And uh, thank you so much, Kim, for for coming on the show and talking with us. Thank you so much, guys. And I, you know, like I said, you uh, would love to see you guys there as well. So um, thank you to your, you know, you guys for inviting us on. And I'm looking forward to, to seeing you at some point. Thank, thank you. Thank you. So I'm really glad that, you know, she agrees that networking is really, really important, you know, especially as a content creator, but also, you know, as a business owner, I think, um, you know, I personally love to network and I Mm -hmm. try to do one thing a month, whether it's a coffee meetup, whether it's going, you know, if you have an extra ticket to one of your things going with you, uh, doing something just to partly remain relevant. (laughs) <laughs> like, see what things I are, mean seeing what the kids are doing these days no, that's but, a very good point <laughs> but um also just to get out of the freaking house sometimes so um yeah after the past couple of years it's been rough yeah so um I appreciated everything she said I think um you know I think our audience can take uh take some nuggets away from it which is the okay. goal of this podcast so yeah always always we love having great guests on here ta- giving us some Good, solid information. So make sure you check out the New England Coastal Con- um, Cre- <laughs> New England Coastal Creative Conference coming up very soon. And if it has passed by already, if you're listening to this after the fact, I know they'll be doing it again soon. So check that out. Thank you so much for listening to Cocktails and Content Creation. You can join our Facebook group or follow us on Instagram or both um, at Cocktails and Content Creation. And you can send us an email, cocktailsandcontentcreation at gmail.com. I'm Kate Andrews. You can, you can follow me on Instagram at fashionablykateinco. 
And I'm Jesse Wyman. You can follow me on Instagram at Jesse Wyman Photos. Make sure to tune in next time for another episode of Cocktails and Content Creation. Until then, cheers to your next cocktail. And happy content creating. Mm-hmm.